You're listening to the Blood Filter Podcast, where you will hear us dissect literature and make connections to today's ever-changing world. This is episode 15. We are Kimani, Tiffany, Jasir, Emmanuel, and this unit's text word theme for English B by Links and Hughes and Remembrance by Emily Bronte. Throughout this unit, we discuss the relevance of memories as it relates to the poem we analyze and memories of our own life. Um, the poem Remembrance by Emily Bronte was mainly about how she lost someone 15 years ago and she's afraid that she would forget that person. What do you guys think about this poem? I think it's very relatable because at one point we always lose somebody, even if it's a family, a close member, and we just have to deal with that some way. And sometimes people can't handle it and they can't move on that person. That's mostly why, like, um, most, what do you call them? When females lose their husbands? Widows. widows. Yeah, widows. Yeah, that's, that's how they become widows, because they can't go over um, their husband's death. So I feel like I, I can relate to that, because I see that happening. Mm-hmm. I agree with Jasir, because recently I have just lost my uncle, and it was a really hard hit for my family. Mm-hmm. We was all gathering around in the place, all crying and whatnot. And it was really just sad. Yeah, I could do it. I feel like this poem, out of the two that we're going to talk about, really could hit audience. Yeah, it really could hit home with the audience and the theme memory because I know for a fact that everybody in their life has forgotten or feels like they're forgetting someone that passed away, and it's not good. I know the feeling. I can see that my podcasters, my podcasters probably feel the same way. My mates that are here sitting with me, by which I'll say, could feel the same. And she just hits home with the way she speaks. Like, for example, where she said 15 wild Decembers, she uses, she's saying 15 wild Decembers clearly states that it's been 15 years. And imagine 15 years without that one person. Yeah. I was, yeah, but at the same time, like, I would like to infer that um, just because she says 15 wild Decembers, I don't think, even though she says 15 wild Decembers means 15 years, I don't think, I think, I think December is when the person died, actually, because... It, like out of all out of all months they would suggest um December. Like so, it's anniversary. Like, like it has yeah, like anniversary like it has something pertains yeah, something pertains to December. I would say like um based on Emily Bronte, the E and Bronte tells me that she's probably from the United Kingdom because that's most the E is most like um double dot on top. Yeah, double dot on top. It's most like used in um UK um names mm-hmm. i'm saying like um in uk i would say because back then what was the age expectancy it was like 30 years old yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so i'm saying like death is probably common with over there yeah death mm-hmm. is probably common something like this poem was probably made like a long time ago probably. relating to either sickness disease or something not even sickness or disease but something crazy it must have happened for this person that Emily is referring to. And that was one of our poems. Another poem was, um, as Kimani said, theme for English B. 
um, by Langston Hughes, which was about? It was about how Langston Hughes was trying to know what to write on his paper that would make that would make him show his culture as being a black Af as being a black man because um before this we know that since this poem is written in 1949 we know that the great migration happened of course yeah we know that most blacks migrated to new york harlem harlem renaissance and he was a big part of that so that's where we see like most of this is coming from like mm -hmm. this where his central this where his central idea is also it shows how he's being singled out like due to the fact that it was the great migration probably not a lot of people came to that area to go to college or to sit in a classroom full of people that they because trust me if anybody had the option to go to a more black majority he would have picked it but not a lot of black people was going to school that time and I'm pretty sure we all could relate to where we was like the only like race or that skin color in a class one time because I remember when I had to do like a debutante and I was like the only like black girl. Wait, what's a debutante? It's basically like they teach you etiquette classes and then they have like a big ballroom dance to show how oh, the okay, etiquette okay. classes pay off. So yeah I was like the only black girl that my mom like had signed up for me. Well I'm mixed but that's I had like a little bit of both, but when you're like around that area, they don't see you as, oh, you're mixed. They see you as, you're, oh, you're, you're black. Yeah, you're a you're black, black yeah. young girl. That's yeah. It. yeah. So it was pretty like connecting because I understand what he's talking about. Yeah. You could really feel so left out when it happens because he clearly said he's the only black man within a room of white people. Like, I would feel so. So out like I would definitely not feel comfortable, especially like I know for a fact that they would just look at you and stare at you the yeah. minute that you walk in just because you're not like them. Yeah. And it's like it's just I don't know. It just feels so uncomforting, uncomfortable, uncomfortable that you're just the only one there and like you can't relate. Well, you could probably relate, but in like some other sense you cannot relate to what they're going through to what you're going to, you feel me? But, yeah, I think, like, it also shows, like, they're not, like, from so different worlds. Like, we're all in the same area. Just because I go to a school that's so prestigious to block up doesn't mean that I can't see the, you know, I don't know the word for it. <laughs> Sorry. I was going to say how um, I like that he touched upon him being the only black in his classroom because... That, that same problem is still occurring nowadays because mm -hmm. like most colleges to get their um, black students like um, trying to get them to come to their cause they would say oh we're very diverse we have this we have that mm -hmm. like everyone even even social media they try to be diverse as possible to get attention I don't feel like it's always genuine it's like they want yeah. they want they want um, results out of this like they don't do this because they want to do it they do it because they have to because yeah. they want they want money so I feel like um, it's very hard nowadays for someone to actually do something for our community as we're part of the minority and not fit and not feel like, oh, they're doing this to look, make themselves look good. Yeah. They're not doing this for the greater good. Yeah. It's just funny because then people will be thinking, oh, just because you're Hispanic or just because you're black or whatever, they think, they think down upon you and be like, 
oh, they probably don't have the same intelligence as us, but it's not true. We're all smart. Even if we're going at our own pace, we're all intelligent and smart. Whether we're black, we're white, we're Hispanic, we're Asian, it doesn't matter what. We're all intelligent in our own ways. That's what that's what I feel, and that's how I can relate to Langston Hughes because, like he said, he was the only black man in the college, which was Columbia Columbia College, right? Columbia College. Yeah. yeah. Columbia University. Yeah, Columbia University, I think. That's what I it's think. called, yeah. <laughs> And um, I remember when I was smaller, I had trouble. I think it was either for therapy for speech or therapy for balance. I don't remember which one it was. And I was the only Hispanic one in a room full of little white kids. And mind you, there was all the teachers was white as well. So like, it's so uncomfortable to be in that space where even the teachers are white and the students are white. You feel me? Like, yeah. it's so uncomfortable. I saw this question on social media, like not that long ago. They was asking, when did you have your first black teacher? Oh, no. They asked that. And um, that's when I started to realize, like, so many people don't get black teachers. So, mm-hmm. like, later yeah. on. Actually, that's kind of funny because now that I think about it, now that you say that question, when I was elementary, I don't think I had one either Hispanic teacher or a black teacher in my elementary school. I think I started I getting, sense. yeah, not me. I don't know why. I had like wow. white, white teachers. Now you teachers. think about it, it's yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, I had like a mix. I had Hispanic teachers. That's crazy. No. In kindergarten, it was only white teachers and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah once don't. I got to like fourth grade, I got a black teacher. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think the first time I actually had uh, either Hispanic or a black teacher was when I was in mi- middle school, yeah. And that's only because it depends on where you are, I guess, because, for example, in my middle school, I mean middle school, in my elementary school, it's like not a white neighborhood where I live, but it sort of is, and there was only white teachers. Once I got to middle school, it was like, I guess you could say like ghetto where all the violent people have, you know? And that's when I first got my black teacher, my black and Hispanic teacher, which is like, I don't know, I feel like I could relate more and hang out and like talk to them more. Now that I like, you know, that you have those type of teachers where you could relate to them, unlike when you're in elementary and it's all like white teachers and like you don't have that same connection as them. Not saying that you guys probably don't, like you guys probably have more social skills than we do when it comes to those teachers but like i don't know it's just kind of weird now that i think about it yeah now that you say that jasir i i realized that i've never had a black or hispanic teacher till i got to middle school which is pretty funny yeah i would like to say um that also leads me to the next point which is why he says harlem i hear you and he's not really mentioning, even though Harlem is in New York, he says, I hear you too, in a sarcastic, in a sarcastic way, because he puts them in parentheses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, even though Harlem's in New York, he has to deal with that fact. Mm-hmm. But he knows that Harlem is mostly like black culture. That's where he relates more. That's where he relates more as being a part of the Harlem Renaissance. Yeah. Because yeah. as of right now, they're the, like the minority. And New York, which is as a whole, white people be the majority there. Mm. So it's like they're like cornered to one exact location. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's like a divide in Manhattan. I mean, if I was writing a poem and I had to pick, probably, I would have said Brooklyn. I'm not saying. Yeah, I was about to say that too. New York because. I mean, I mostly spend my time in Brooklyn. Not, not even Brooklyn, like specific parts yeah. of Brooklyn. Like for me, yeah, if, uh, yeah. The whole Brooklyn. If I were to say Brooklyn, I would say Cortell, you Brooklyn, because that's literally where I lived my whole life. Or even Flatbush. I would yeah, stay or even Flatbush. I would stay Bed Stuy, Brooklyn. That's where I grew up for the most part. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even. Yeah, like New York is like so generalized. Like New York could be. Queen you know, specifically. You know what I always, you know what I always wonder, like when people think of New York, they always go to Manhattan. Like yeah, yeah. I, like, like every other Times every Square. every other state, if they think of New York, they always think Manhattan. Manhattan. They don't think about the other boroughs. Mm-hmm. They really don't. They'll, all they have is pitch to Manhattan, with the big buildings, Times Square, Times Square, Forty Second Street. But tourists don't know like where the actual culture comes from. Mm. I mean, Manhattan's for the image, but if you want to go somewhere, you will go down. You want to find out what New York really yeah, is. Yeah, like yeah. Brooklyn like, or the Bronx even. The Bronx is where, like, it really started. Mm. And Brooklyn, that's really, that's, you know how many rappers came out of Brooklyn and portrayed Bronx. their story? Yeah. So, I think that's just all for image and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I think it's all for image. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, it's really funny because, like, for example, this poem came straight from Harlem. He specified Harlem specifically, which is where he knows where his love would be. New Yorkers, just because we're called New Yorkers doesn't mean that we love New York. We could be from Brooklyn and be from some whole different part in Brooklyn specifically. And then Bronx people, they're from Bronx, but from one section specifically. And then not only that, but, like, Queens people too, like... Everybody, just because we're in New York, does not mean that. Because they, everybody represents where they come from. Yeah. They don't exactly. represent everywhere else. They don't represent whole New York. For yeah. me, I represent Brooklyn, even though Cortell you Brooklyn specifically, but I represent Brooklyn 100. Yeah. Yeah, but I like, even though he says, um, even though he makes that distinction between Harlem and New York, I like the fact that later on, he says that to, to his instructor that's white, he says... Yet a part of me, as I am a part of you, that's American. So even though, even though they're not, even though he's from Black heritage and his um, instructors from White heritage, he's still saying we're both American. So that, both so, yeah, so we both have that culture in common. Mm-hmm. That's what I like about it. Well, thank you for listening to the Hashtag Love for Lit podcast. Stay tuned for our next exciting episode. Tell a friend to tell a friend to describe our our podcast. You can also find us on Spotify. Thanks for listening to our rambling, even though we talked a lot. Um, You guys will be able to listen to us probably in a few weeks. See you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.